0: Hi, I'm an observer and you're listening to Panchayat. Now this is a podcast where we discuss world affairs, TV shows, movies, cricket, history, life, relationships and common sense I guess. Join me on Panchayat every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor or wherever you get your podcast from. Hello and welcome to another episode of Panchayat. We have been away for quite some time now uh, uh, with this COVID situation and everything. You know, we couldn't get our uh, uh, head in the proper uh, uh, podcasting uh, space. But uh, we are joined by Nishit uh, from Boston, Chetan and Vaibhavi from Corpus Christi, Texas again today. Hey guys, how are you?
1: Hi, doing good. How have you been?
0: I'm good. Hanging in there. You
2: should have added that soon to be Bostonians. So. Soon to be Bostonians.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Chetan and we have gotten a new job and they're going to move from the Republican state of Texas to uh, the Democratic state of Boston. Ah, Boston of Massachusetts.
3: Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> geography. You should be you know, well-versed in geography. But no, thanks for having us on. Again, it's been a while. It's been Quite a quite a while. Quite so now, good to be yes. back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Have you Have you guys gotten your uh, vaccine? Both of your shots. Yeah,
3: we have. Yes, yeah. we both
2: have been fully vaccinated.
3: I had I had my first shot. I Have the second shot due in like four or five days.
0: Which uh, brand did you have? Nisha? Moderna. Moderna. Yes. So you do. The
3: office good. is like literally fifteen minutes away from my house.
0: Oh, it's kind I, of like I,
3: crazy to think that the magic has happened there.
0: <laughs> I had I had Pfizer and man, after my second shot, I couldn't get out of the bed for two days. I had uh, fever, my body was aching. I literally thought I legit thought I had uh, gotten COVID. I thought I was one of those cases where. <laughs>
1: but uh, Anup, if you weren't able to get out of bed for days, that's that's, good, n- good there's, that's nothing
0: different from your
1: usual lifestyle. <laughs>
0: yes. no, <laughs> so What's the big deal? But I could I could at least get out of the bed and uh, go sit in front of the TV, right, to watch. <laughs> for these two days, I couldn't move my body. It was it was bad, man. So where is gonna take? What are the minutes? symptoms? Uh, so so really and like nice. fever? yeah we
1: both had the fever and your body hurts you feel very like you tired very you should, yeah.
2: Nishir, I'm telling you if you're having your second shot like next week you should plan for like a day yeah okay. just
1: rest a day. I had to like I had a l- I knew I could feel that I had high fever and I just had to sleep it through. And I was fine though. 24 hours and I was fine.
2: Same
3: with you, Chetan. You had fever as well. Yeah, I had fever
2: as well. So what happened with me was I developed fever like the very day I took my shot, right? And with her, she didn't develop anything till next morning. Also, okay. a little
1: preview. I took it the day of Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. So, there was some drinking involved. I was all, yay, <laughs> happy the day I took it.
2: So, I was like, am I only the weakling <laughs> here? You know that I developed symptoms so quickly. And she, she was like, I'm all fine. And then the next morning. It, the so next I was like, morning.
0: It okay, was bad. This good. But I, but I, I think that's the, case, uh, that's the case with women, man. Because... Pallavi took the vaccine and she came to uh, New York with me on a 10-hour road trip for two days and then she came back. If I had taken the vaccine, I I, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. So. And she didn't yeah. have any yeah. symptoms? She didn't. I mean, she had minor symptoms, but not like me. I mean, going on a road trip, working from yeah, there, coming back like, on yeah. a 10-hour journey, you know, so I mean... She loves you, man, a lot. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That is a true testament of
3: that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wonder but,
0: why... Uh, who was planning to take uh your uh covid shots first shot is fine the second shot be careful sometimes you know some people don't get any uh side effects but i, I had a pretty rough uh, couple of days but yeah, you should I think,
1: like it's nothing to be worried about it's just something yeah. you should plan for, just you should plan plan for yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, to
1: take a day off from everything
0: yeah. maybe yeah yeah but you should really lord uh all the efforts the U.S. has taken in the vaccine, right? I mean, now they're selling vaccines at, uh, you know, you can get your shots at Walmart or uh, Rite Aid, CVS. Like, this, every two, three miles around your house, uh, you can get a vaccine. You don't need an appointment. You just walk in. Compared to India, what we have been hearing in India, you know, (laughs) the way people are... uh, uh the the way it's uh the the whole vaccine uh thing has been set up it's difficult to even get the first appointment so you should
1: i think it's a little unfair at this stage to compare uh, the two countries though given how we what is happening with relation to covid at both places it's an entirely different scenario and of course the population is a problem but here yeah you're right it's from what I, I don't know what's happening in India on the ground like, apart from what I hear in the news so my which in all honesty I've been following very little off but here you're absolutely right like we have walk-in clinics we had the city of Corpus Christi's employees call us and personally check in that hey have you taken the vaccine if you haven't do you have any questions or are you waiting on something can I help you with any medical queries you have and things like that so you know, basically just trying to encourage people to go out there and get vaccinated, which is really appreciable.
0: So my, there are two things I noticed, right? One, when I get uh, went to get my shot, there was this big poster there that there are no immigration police here. You know, they don't have any authority here. And that message was for all the illegal immigrants that even if you are illegal, get here, you know, come here, get your shot. Because they don't want uh, one person to start uh, a whole another uh, cycle, a whole, whole another wave, right? I don't understand this thing in uh, India where they're asking your Aadhaar card or anything. I mean, let's say there are 10 lakh like, illegal Bangladeshis or illegal immigrants in India. Why can't you just vaccinate them as well? What if those 10 lakh people, you know, what if a small percentage of those people they uh don't get vaccinated because they don't have the paperwork and then they uh start uh, then they spread the in, uh, infection? Is,
1: is that the reason why they're asking for it or is it to keep a record of who's been vaccinated? I'm I'm asking ask yeah. asking that question because I don't know.
3: I think it could be the age because I think India is uh, vaccinating in terms yeah. of age groups. I thought it was for yeah, about well. 45 or above 60 or whatever those brackets were. So
1: they did open kind of it up. Yeah. The and they did open it up to everybody in some states. Then they realized that there's a severe shortage of vaccination. So hmm. then they went back again to doing just 45 and above. So right? that's what I, what I know.
2: I wanted to ask like, all four of us, all of our parents live in different states, right? So, what's the condition? Because as far as I have heard about in Bihar, where my parents are, everyone is getting vaccinated. Like, I'm not saying just because my parents know, you know, they are well-to-do, so they know people, so they can get it easily. Because our helpers, all our workers also, everyone is getting vaccinated pretty easily right now in Bihar. So, I don't know what the situation is in other states like Mumbai or, you know, Andhra or uh, Karnataka.
0: So yeah, my, I think... wife, my family got vaccinated at the very beginning when, you know, vaccines were pretty new because we knew uh, a doctor. So we, you know, I guess we just got lucky, but now the situation is so bad. Whatever you see on social media, the apps are crashing, you cannot register and there's vaccine shortage. So every hospital has like a 10, uh, you know, a hundred shot limit every day. Uh, and that's how the government is controlling it in the beginning bmc was uh, you know requesting the central government you know we want to go door to door like you do with polio vaccine uh we just want to enter dharavi you know we want to go to their door we want to vaccinate them in their homes but central government was adamant that we are going to control this thing and when the government realized okay this is uh, you know, this is something bigger than we could handle. They just put it on the stage, And now, you know, states are getting quotes from all these uh, manufacturers, COVID and Pfizer and Moderna, uh, because government has said now, you know, we'll allow uh, all other vaccines. And Karnataka and Maharashtra, for example, there was this news where uh, the states were competing against each other because you know obviously five, these two states are in terms of population there are as good as a country in europe so yeah it's the same you know these things should have been done six months earlier what to what you were saying where we you know we all understand india's population is uh, much bigger than all the other countries but that's why the government should have planned everything 6 yeah. months in advance I everywhere agree. in the world everywhere in the world people are getting vaccinated and in state governments and central government in india yeah. is putting in a vaccine order now the second important point you know what so india has a foreign reserve of about 500 billion dollars right and let's say each vaccine is about 20 dollars that's like for a con- you know if you order a uh, uh, 2 billion doses, let's say, with wastage and everything, we uh, take 50% waste into account. It's still $50 billion. Those, you know, billion. Don't these guys have brains that, you know, why, why does India have $500 billion in foreign reserves then? Why couldn't they just place uh, the vaccination order and vaccinate everybody for free? Or they could have given an option, you know? well-to-do people like ourselves we can get vaccine for five thousand dollars six thousand, five thousand rupees six thousand rupees i'm pretty sure you know if the government could have given us an option you know you can get pfizer out of your own money or you can get COVID for coven or co-vaccine whatever for 150 rupees which is uh, uh manufactured in india so i think it's pretty bad man i i the the government the central government managed uh uh, this situation pretty bad. I, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on on these.
3: So, things. I mean, I think there's a bunch of things. To, but to answer Jathan's uh, question first regarding how the situation is in at least Wizag, where I was like last month. Yeah, I mean, my I remember one of the days I took my mom there for a vaccine, and then the lady at the reception kind of the hospital kind of said that she she needs to bring nine other people because once they open the packet. It's like 10 vials or something. So it's like, yo, we need like nine other people so that we're going to open that packet, which kind of is like, (laughs) it's not very silly because like, where am I now going to search for nine other people? So we kind of couldn't couldn't get the vaccine. And then the second wave started. So at this point, we're like, you know, just stay safe at home. You know, there's higher risk if you go to the hospital kind of a thing. But in terms of uh, mismanagement, I kind of agree with uh, I I kind of totally agree that, you know, there there has been mismanagement on the government standpoint. I must preface this to the listeners that I haven't been like too up to date with everything that's been happening with COVID uh, just because it was very overwhelming. But I do know for a fact that COVID vaccines are kind of different in terms of manufacturing processes in comparison to other vaccines. Yes, India produces, I think, 60% of World's vaccines. I don't know if that encompasses all vaccines, but at least a portion of them. But these mRNA vaccines are kind of different uh, to manufacture. That's the first thing. Second thing, Moderna and Pfizer require very very low temperatures to refrigerate. So it does. It's it's just not a matter of just keep mass producing. You know these vaccines. How are you going to refrigerate them? US is able to do that because they have existing infrastructure. So you you speak about Walmart and CVS and all these other stores which have, uh, I mean they're well equipped in terms of uh, uh, infrastructure. I don't think that is true for India, especially for a country of 1.3 billion. Even because even if you look at tier one cities, I can we can hardly count the number of hospitals we think will have the latest kind of equipment. Maybe we can we can stretch it and say that all the hospitals in the bigger cities have it. But then you're talking about tier two, three and tier three cities, and then you're talking about rural areas. That's, so that's been the biggest challenge of not having Moderna and Pfizer vaccines. So when it comes to, I think, uh, COVID vaccine, I think that's the AstraZeneca, right? Is that the AstraZeneca?
2: covid shield is AstraZeneca.
3: Yeah, I think that vaccine is kind of okay to refrigerate in a normal like refrigerator or something like normal that. Normal temperature, yeah. That's why India has opted yep. for that. Yes, you could. I mean, yep. obviously, the last one year, you know, the government could have done a lot more. But I think this is the challenge in terms of, you know, it's just not... The bottleneck is not manufacturing itself. There's like different steps to it. Yeah. What aggravates me more is... If this had happened last year in terms of, you know, we are not able to cater to the needs of the entire population, I can totally understand because we don't have an existing infrastructure. So you can't expect such a huge country to overnight, you know, suddenly become very advanced. But we had a year, I mean, the government had a year to plan. And if they would have done what they've done in the first two, three months of trying their best to, you know, there's a lockdown and at least the first two, three months I was kind of impressed. Because, see, there's always going to be side effects in terms of, you know, how there were people who were just left stranded wherever they were. And that, can, that point is well taken. It can be debated. But it's a global pandemic. This government obviously has never faced that situation. And neither did we. So there was like a, you know, a, a frenzy. So at least in the first few months, I kind of thought, okay, they're trying to maximize what they are capable of doing. But what really pissed me off is the last six months where they have kind of started yep. opening up and I, I still understand the economic reasons behind opening up cities because you can't really lock down the entire country forever but you cannot have the prime minister of the country tweet and actively encourage people to come to you know these election rallies and these uh, yep. you know religious festivals and stuff like that so I think that's what really pisses me off because if it was just something like we were totally caught off hand and then we're not prepared I'm like, I'm not too hard on this government because it's a problem that's been there for a long time. Like it's not just one government that you know didn't build the infrastructure that is needed for like such a huge country. But the sheer negligence of you know actively encouraging is kind of funny as well, because there is this point where there was a lot of criticism in terms of you know the entire world is going towards a virtual rally, and this prime minister is kind of trying to attend different places. It's kind of funny because I remember reading one of his tweets. It says, yes, welcome to my virtual rally where he's virtual in front of a camera, but they are like, tens of thousands of people in an election rally in Bengal. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> how stupid is that? Like, you know, it's <laughs> by doing this, it's literally you, you're saving your life as a prime minister, yeah. but then you're I'm not putting really, everybody there's, else. There's nothing virtual <laughs> in this rally. So I think that's what really pisses me off because there's been so much negligence. In terms of like, why do people need to get back to the cricket stadiums? Like it wasn't yes. necessary, you know, there were a few, yeah. you could open up spaces like maximum six people, 10 people in India, you cannot control 10 or 15 people. But as long as you don't allow these big congregations, we, our family is not 100 people, you know, huge, right? That we're going to meet like 100 people every weekend. You're going to meet in smaller groups and that would have been fine. The moment they kind of did these stupid things, I think just everything blew. Of the charts and just I want to finish this off by saying I've read somewhere that they've tested 64 of the people who attended the Kumbh Mela and 63 out of them tested positive. That kind of you know explains itself.
1: Yeah. And just it's- to add to that, from uh, my parents live in Karnataka, another a huge COVID hotspot right now. And while both of them have their vaccines now, it has been a very scary and grim situation. And I mean, when I said earlier that it was difficult to compare the two situations, what I meant was that in India right now, the primary focus is to avoid the worst from happening. It's like, you know, when you are trying to find a big wildfire, you're also at the same time trying to find all the logistics to make the vaccinations happen. When all your resources are focused on saving lives at the hospital, in the ICU, it's a very difficult balance for anybody to make. I think more than, you know, Yes, I 100% agree with everything you said about the failures of the government, but it is insane the kind of stress that we have put our medical professionals under. I mean, uh, I feel like by the time all of this ends, they will be in a place which should be similar to any soldier after a war, the kind of PTSD we are going to get from literally having to pick whose life they're going to save and who's not. And you know, you have people dying on the road in the hospital just because they they do not have the medication to save them. And, yeah, and I, I have a bunch of know. doctor
3: friends. Uh, sorry to cut you off. Please go ahead.
1: No, no problem. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I have a bunch of doctor friends who, you know, are working sometimes 36 hour shifts yeah. at a stretch. 36 yeah. hours. So it's uh, I've heard yeah. that as well. Yeah, it's just insane how they're able to do that. Uh, you know, we hear we binge about like eight hour shifts, and it goes to like a couple of hours. <laughs> like, yar, hey, yar, over time ho and that's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, we are, we
2: are very privileged to see. Like, my brother just uh graduated, he became a doctor, he's interning and at a medical college. So, it's like it's insane to see like kids now they're like it's trial by fire, I guess. You know, like, uh, how do how do you manage that? How do you manage? the pressure of you see people dying i have heard so many stories i've heard so many stories about i have known so many people now that have someone or the other passed away due to COVID. it's so unfortunate to see like and to add to all all the points that all of you guys said there are some politicians who need to be either shot dead or died due to COVID, you know. <laughs> there is one ex-chief minister, uh, I think Jharkhand chief minister or some home minister. I don't know
3: legally he... if you could say that on your podcast.
2: <laughs> Shetan you do does not <laughs> care about <laughs> legality. The thing
1: is, he is saying that
2: the coronavirus is a living organism. They also need to survive. So if you...
0: Like, what the
2: hell
1: are...
0: Yeah, yep. a minister in Uttarakhand.
2: Like, what the hell are you saying, dude? So many people
1: are dying. And yeah, like, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, just to add to what Nasheed said about the government not being prepared in spite of having that time period where, you know, given we understand you didn't have the infrastructure, but you should have foreseen this. You should have built, at least tried building to a place where you did have at least some infrastructure to handle this kind of situation, especially when scientists were telling you that another wave is coming on top of all this there is also like you know just saying things which were forcing people which was making that COVID fatigue even more where people's like oh we're done with this Uh, it's time it's all fine it's time to go out and just you know the political rallies the religious functions just allowing like the cricket matches people attending in person I just didn't I just don't understand how they felt that this would head in any other way, number one. And number two, how conveniently when when basically shit started hitting the fan, it became a, oh, it's the central government telling the state government, the state government telling the central government. Where was that leadership then? Which, you know, I mean, um, you'll have to cut this out. She's not going to shut up.
3: Give me a minute. But I mean, if this, so what about, I think I've read somewhere that, you know, initially there was a lack of people who were taking vaccines and there was kind of surplus and some percentage of the vaccines were actually wasted. So, if that argument has any merit, then there needs to be some focus on the population as well, right? Like, no, people I mean, were not taking the vaccines.
0: Yeah, there were, I mean, there were some cases in Mumbai, but it, all in all, man, just I think India had a big advantage going, you know, coming off a first wave. We were uh, one of the very few countries which weren't hit really hard by the first wave like the US. And we had that huge advantage where we could have just nipped this thing in the bud, you know. The second wave couldn't, uh, you know, uh, it could have been suppressed uh, uh, much effectively. But uh, since we have chosen a chaiwala as our PM, who huh? no. doesn't have, who doesn't have, uh, who doesn't have uh, brains to handle the economy or, uh, you know, to do, who doesn't, you know, I, it, I think you just, need to cut that off. Oh, Take a step back and
3: cut. I, I think that's improper. Especially why? to say on a podcast. Because it does, one person not doing his job right doesn't actually... He's not, he doesn't represent t sellers in the country.
0: No, right?
3: but the like, other, the so it, no, so there's a lot of educated people who've been like prime ministers and cabinet ministers, right? Yeah, and they have done like, I mean, under his regime, there's been, i see, I need, I need to preface, I'm not a Modi supporter. I'm just trying to say that he, yeah. an attack on him individually is fine, but not on his background. Or no, but
0: what, but what, but what I, personal. what I, no, 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 Nishit, what if he. Because he takes, uh, he takes uh, the what's it called? Uh, he takes right. the appreciation uh, whenever something goes uh, his way, right? Like coming yeah. off a of first wave, he's like, "Oh, India be against all odds, India defeated the first wave, and it was because of our leadership and everything." And like wherever we said when she did uh, the fan, it's like, "Oh, it's on state governments now. We we can't do anything." I mean. I understand what you're saying. It's not just the one person, but that one person was attending rallies in. Uh, no, no. Was- I'm saying go and
3: attack him personally. I'm just saying the tea sellers thing is wrong. Where uh, the, I think and-
1: what Nishit is trying to say. Don't is say, say chaiwala. Have a point that it's probably that if he had someone there who had a better scientific and educational background, he may have been able to take more scientifically
2: backed
1: decisions. And instead of saying that you know it was because of he was a T seller, say that, uh. say that very specifically. That you know, had we had a prime minister who had
3: with some, range. you know, with yeah, with some education, I can, I with totally some, get that argument yeah. with some yeah. scientific yeah. background.
0: Yeah, I I think that's, yeah, maybe
1: that maybe would be I a more sensitive way of saying it. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I came across as I was uh belittling. belittling. Maybe I was belittling the Chaiwalas, It's not, yeah. I didn't I didn't mean it that way. I just uh, meant, you know, if we had a prime minister with uh, uh, some some brains. Anyway, how 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 sad were you after the IPL was suspended? Dude, <laughs> don't get me started. I guess we come from that uh, privileged uh, group of people where the only thing that hurt us in this pandemic was uh, IPL got suspended. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, not the only thing, but one of the things. But so the IPL debate was very interesting. Should it go on? Should it not go on? The only issue I had with it going on was it if it was taking away any medical capacity from the cities. Like I've read somewhere that the matches were in Mumbai or somewhere where you know these players need X number of tests and this and security or whatever that is. If that is true, that they were taking away from existing medical infrastructure in the city where it would have been better used on you know, saving someone's life or whatever, then that argument definitely has merit that, okay, you know, this is not the most important thing in terms of it being, I mean, uh, otherwise, I think it was really important for the population to have something which takes your mind off what was going on, right? Like You just can't read or listen to news about COVID every single day. It gets to you. So you need to have some outlet But what I was disappointed the most is the day before that, I mean, Chetan and I, we played the Fantasy Cricket League.
2: And I defeated uh, uh,
3: Nishit. Shut up, man. So Mm -hmm. I had like two games. My captain was like, I had Butler as my captain, who went on the sports And then someone else who ended up hit like 99 or something like that. So I was like picking up and then this got cut. But in all seriousness, arrogance of BCCI, I mean, nothing beyond that. Sauru Ganguly is... An idiot like other organizers, organizers, and that's kind of tends or kind of pains me to say that. But as an administrator, he's as foolish, I guess, as other people. Because why would you want to risk it in India when there's like a, an entire tournament which went pretty well in UAE? Yeah, Maybe there are yeah. bigger things at hand that we don't know, and it's not just Saurav. But why I blame Saurav is because of all the other things that he kind of said in the media over the last. Couple of months that uh, kind of saying that you know oh, we're taking a lot of care about women's cricket and this and that and some of the things that he said about women's cricket in general he's just so off the mark that just weeks of patriarchy. But anyways, he, that's my that's my small rant on short rant on Ganguly. Did,
0: did you did you did you hear this news where the BCCI haven't paid uh, the uh, women uh, women cricket team for cricketers, the yeah. And Welcome. if I
3: can abuse in your podcast that dickhead of a guy Boria Majumdar, I don't know why he's. I just can't like stand that guy because the wives just for context. Yeah, please. It's been a year context. and <laughs> it's been a year or something like that since the, some of the women's cricketers have been paid their salaries oh my God. by BCCI. And there was this lady journalist he from Clearly,
1: don't have any dearth of money. <laughs>
3: exactly,
0: and, and, and on and on. Uh, sorry, and on top of that, they haven't gotten their prize money from the World Cup final yet. T20, which, yeah, it, the well, last which World isn't, Cup which isn't coming out of BCCI's pocket. It's it's coming from ICC. Hmm. So and they,
1: the BCCI hasn't distributed it amongst them. Or? Yeah,
3: no, Correct. they haven't distributed. Oh, so yeah. exactly, so it's more than a year, and women cricketers, as it is, don't get paid too much. Exactly. So, just for sustenance standpoint, it's I'm not, I'm assuming it's not so easy. And there's this lady, uh, you know, a journalist, I actually follow her on Twitter. So, I was reading her tweets from the Telegraph, who kind of pointed this out. And then there's this idiot of a guy, Boria, who's kind of saying, why are you making it a gender issue? There's no gender issue here. And this and that. And I'm like, this, this is exactly the root cause of the problem with PCCI. And a lot of people who are associated with it. And I don't want to tarnish everyone, you know, in BCCI and, you know, their uh, whatever uh, other people associated. But yeah, just weeks of such bias that they're like,
1: Uh, yeah. You guys will probably know better. But when you brought this up, I saw, I remember I saw this on Twitter that the grade one men's team player. Seven crores. Seven crores. And for a woman, it's 50 lakhs. Yeah. And yeah. you're telling me that they have not been paid that 50 yeah. lakhs also. There,
2: there is this woman, yeah. Poonam, Poonam Yadav, or someone whose mom passed away because she was able to Veda Krishnamurti
3: lost her mom and sister in like two days, something like
2: that. It was bad. Veda, no, Veda Krishnamurti, yes. And there was one more whose mom passed away. She, okay. she wasn't able to meet the, like the billing and all. Like, come on, you represent a country where men... Cricketers get paid like enough it would money, unheard of. Yeah,
1: and for a member and, of the Indian men's cricket team to walk up to a hospital and if you don't get the, the help
0: they need, and if you look at the stats out of last four ICC tournaments, women's cricket team have made three finals, into three the, finals uh, yep. and uh, men's cricket team had just made uh, one final <laughs> out of four.
3: <laughs> what is the final? Okay, the championship in 2017.
0: I yeah, that was the last final we ever appeared. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, I
0: mean,
1: sorry, Sashid, I was just saying that, you know, it is so I, I can't even begin to say that I understand the frustration, but think about it from a sports person when you do everything you can to represent a country and pay and, and, you know, play your best for them. And then, you know, clearly you're, you're doing a good job. And you um, don't even get the basic compensation that you deserve for it. That is
3: exactly and we are not. That, that even is very talking unfortunate. About, yeah, we're not even talking about pay disparity here because that is the whole topic altogether. It's just yeah. the, you're not getting paid in time. And the other yeah. gripe I have with all this is the countries like Australia who have women's BBL, bash league is like their equivalent of like you know, IPL mm-hmm. since multiple years, and BCC still doesn't have anything for women's. And it just amazes me with the amount of money BCCI makes. They genuinely think that there's not going to be attendance for, you know, women's cricket. Did
0: just, you, yeah. I mean, did you? Even, I, I, I heard. I heard about. Uh, I heard about this on one of the podcasts, where in uh, 2018 or 2019, uh, when uh, there was uh, the Cricket World Cup final in Mumbai at uh, the 1k day. It was uh, India versus England, I think, or Australia. I don't remember who um, India played. But they moved the final from 1k day. Imagine an ICC tournament, World Cup final, they moved it from 1k day because there was a Ranji game where Sachin was going to play. For a Ranji domestic tournament where, you know, it wasn't like a Ranji final. It's just that Sachin was going to play. And they moved uh, the ICC uh, Women's World Cup final from that stadium just so Sachin could play there. I mean, if Sachin knows about it, then I think it's, you know, it's it's just sad. So, I mean, few things are beyond like the players, right? Like administration,
3: especially in India, which player do you think will have... The cloud, say over BCCR. But don't, yeah. but
0: don't, but really, Nishi, don't you think Sachin has some?
3: No, no, some, I just don't know the, I have never heard the story. I don't know the yeah. entirety. That's why I don't want to comment. But yeah. if he's complicit in kind of doing something, obviously you can blame him. I just don't know uh, enough details about it.
1: Okay, I have to add this that. Uh, this must have Nishit Reddy must have put a boulder on his chest before saying that. So I truly appreciate.
3: It. <laughs> no, I mean over the years, I think uh, I kind of uh, I can divide my life love for him as a cricketer to beyond because what he's done like outside is is like shambolic. Let's, let's zoom <laughs> into, into that, that picture over.
1: behind Nishit. No, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just,
2: just saying I'm just saying Niship everyone everyone loves like you all. All of us have a role model, like you know, in every field, like as a cricketer, as as an engineer, or whatever you have. So I used to like Gautam Gambhir, but look at him now. I do not respect that man anymore. Like I hate him right now <laughs> the way that he comes out so you you always go through the cycle of liking someone and not liking someone like, So it's like that
1: like yeah you mature
2: i used to love salman khan but no, i don't <laughs> like salman khan anymore so but it's, I, how God, bad Shane, how God.
3: bad has the fall been for uh, Sushil kumar who was arrested yeah. yesterday yeah he was so bad presenting us in the olympics it's but dude he like,
2: killed someone
3: no, no, no. I'm not blaming him. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not, not blaming him. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. just see the fall of like, yeah. you know, a, a sporting national hero to, yeah, it's and to of, a criminal. Know, it's like, yeah.
0: An Olympic medalist to a you wanted know. criminal. Yeah. yeah.
1: saying know that. um I know, I know I'm probably going to take this in a different direction, but you just talking about, you know, patriarchy in a way brought this up because I've had this conversation very heated conversation with my parents as well as Chetan because I've been so angry about it. So just a couple of mornings, I mm. I was on Twitter, I was scrolling and I come across this picture which a guy posted of his mom cooking. The, the woman was wearing an oxygen mask attached to an oxygen cylinder okay. and he has the audacity to write there um, mother's love, a mother is never off duty. Okay, I stopped at that Twitter picture and I swear I literally shouted out loud the choicest profanities that I could possibly muster at that what point. The fuck? I was like, you little piece of yeah. shit.
3: I've seen that you photo.
1: Have the adopts, you have the audacity to click that picture. She's wearing she's on oxygen and she she's cooking for you. Ass. If you are an adult who's on Twitter, you of course you should be cooking for her. She is this is nothing to be proud of. This is yeah. what we make we supposedly, uh, you know, wanting women in our country that like, please sacrifice yourself, yeah. do it for your children, do it for your husband. I was so mad. I could, can't even tell you. I calmed down. I wanted to read the comments. I wanted to see, you know, what do people do? People go all mark up on this and then like I've lost all hope in the world. And then I read the comments and everybody, everybody blasted that guy. Okay. Like, you know,
0: please Thank do God. not
1: Please oh, yeah. don't and even I'm think kidding. exactly that was my But think about it like you know, it it is almost despairing to think about what a wor- what the world expects from a woman, what us as a patriarchal society in countries like India, I'm not saying just our country, this happens everywhere, you know. Uh I just don't get what does a woman have to do to to prove herself like you know she think about the health implications of that we have fever we can't move off to bed she has a fucking ventilator on and she's standing think about the safety implications of that she has an oxygen cylinder in front of a gas tub and she's cooking what the hell were they thinking and then this smart ass of a son who I would have shot to death myself <laughs> is standing there and taking a picture of his mother putting it up on twitter and thinking that, oh wow, my mother is so great. Yeah,
3: just it's like goes to like the roots of how we look at, you know, women in general, right? Like right from yeah. the movies to general language about, you know, what how they need to adjust and you know how the men, men is all men are always priority. I just hope
1: if we have children, we raise them. No, it's, it's it's that's the only thing I get <laughs> that when we have kids. I hope they're less entitled. I hope they understand that, you know, whether it's your dad or your mom, if they're in a situation like that, if you can survive on bread and butter, you might as well make that and eat it. Or if you can't, please die, but don't expect someone to do that for you. I truly hope we raise better children. That's all I can hope for at this point.
0: That's. I mean, don't you have a little common sense, I mean, to, to post something I'll, like that. I'll
1: this. forward that to you, Anup. I have never felt so, such physical anger of late as I did on that post. that day. But it's
0: it's patriarchy. So, you know this guy, right? Harsh Goenka. He is uh, chairman of Seat Tyres in India. This guy, you know, I've been following his tweets, you know, and he is another dumb motherfucker. <laughs> So he tweeted, that there was, there was this, you know, a, a year ago, a year ago, he tweeted this photo where uh, there was this woman with, uh, you know, she had uh, her child with uh, with her tied to uh, a jolie and she had a bunch of, uh, a load of brick uh, on her head. So she, you know, she was a construction worker and this uh, idiot he tweets you know the same thing mark up yaar. you know what is your excuse if uh, she is uh, doing this why i mean like what are you promoting this this is not done she should be after delivering a baby she should be at home taking care that's where the country has failed the society has failed uh, you know as uh, you know we have collectively failed and this idiot is tweeting that uh, this is something to be proud of as an indian and recently he, and recently he removed he, tweeted,
3: uh, he removed dhoni as a captain so what do you expect from him yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and and recently and recently he tweeted that uh, you know just uh, just a joke he might have gotten on whatsapp this idiot tweets uh, jeff bezos wife uh, left him uh, Bill Gates' wife left him, so money can't, money is not gonna keep your wife happy. Uh, just a thought. It's like,
1: <laughs> I mean, he, I'm yeah. so sick of all these sexist jokes that have been sexist. normalized, all these husband-wife jokes, all this, you know, women and money jokes, and things like that. Like, I, I don't really, and a lot of the times you'll see women only forwarding, yes. Yeah. I'm like, do yeah. you realize what you are doing for me?
2: For me, I come. From a very matriarchal family. My grandmom was uh, a civil surgeon when it was unheard of when, you know, that women were well, head, medical head of states and all. So I have seen men giving up chairs for her. So I have, I had a very different perspective of women growing up, you know. So I feel this very, you know, pathetic to see when people say that, Shadi ho gayi to Jeevan Barbad types like what the hell dude? you're marrying someone you 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 love yeah. someone who you marry even if it's an arranged marriage you come to love that person you know so how do you how it's a it's a relationship of equals it should not be it's,
3: it's literally like an object key. Yeah. What, what is dowry like yeah. what what it's literally you are buying a product off the shelf kind of a transaction yeah. so if you kind of tell this to the a lot of elders so they kind of uh, quoted the like, you know, puranas religion uh-huh. and, this and that uh-huh. but that the core of it is a transaction
0: can you imagine ceo of one of the biggest tire companies in india imagine how he must run his company then so, uh, sh- elon musk is a dickhead.
3: he yeah. actively said covid was not a thing right yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with like you know money maybe and- maybe they're good at some of the things we're very good and at life, you know one thing. We but
1: necessarily, you don't have to necessarily be a good person to be a good businessman. That's yeah. what we are trying to say,
3: and but, yeah, you know, especially with moral compassing, I don't think they are I, like role models.
1: And you know, these are the kind of things that I just honestly, in the middle of everything else that is bogging us down, all is difficult for us to process. You know, it's in a way we are very blessed. We're sitting far away from what's happening in our country, and. But at the same time, honestly, it is very scary to watch the news. It is like Nishit, you know, I have, I stopped following the news a while back because it would just give me anxiety. What can you do sitting here? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Whatever you could contribute or do you do, but nothing. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have this, you know, as a woman, you have to constantly, I mean, we are here, you still get sexist jokes thrown at you or sexist comments here and there about women driving, about, you know, women engineers or like, it's so casual. It is so inbuilt in our systems that I don't know what women have to do to stop being, you know, second class citizens. No, so world. there is a, is there is a sanity.
2: There is an ongoing joke that men chooses, uh, profession which pay very higher you know they are lawyer they are engineers they are doctors um they are judges so and women chooses um, equally like uh like you know underpaid jobs like being women engineers women lawyers women doctors <laughs> so it's it's yeah. such it a
1: is, it is not even a joke it's a fucking reality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's
2: yeah. what i'm yeah. like it's a sarcastic uh, thing you know yeah. that uh, you choose the same profession, you do the same thing, but you're not equal. Yeah. 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 And,
1: so if, and, like if, if I go home and try having this, con- I wouldn't say my parents, they have, they, I'm the way I am because they have encouraged me to think a certain way. But if I go home and I try having this conversation with the larger section of my own family, they look at me like I'm fucking nuts. Yeah. Because this is unheard of. The you, kind of because things you that,
2: challenge the status quo yeah. in the,
1: because it is family, a, you For know. them, you know, all these words of, oh, yeah, marriage is equal and all, sure, sure, we are all equal. Hmm. But they don't even understand in their head what it means. It means yeah. having financial independence. It means sharing housework. It means sharing children's responsibilities. It means that, you know, oh, uh, tomorrow if I'm pregnant and I have a baby, I don't. Some women are doing this, that they choose to leave their profession and sit at home. oh, now I have a baby, so I can't work. No, it means there I also have a responsibility that I get up and I go back to work and we both learn to manage how to, you know, take care of both. So it's I feel like that whole feminism issue sometimes is I, I don't know how long it will take for people to wrap their heads around it. But given the way things are, it doesn't look like it's See, let's let let's
2: be positive. We we having a discussion about this we talking about talking it out loud and maybe one person changes after hearing all of our views you know so that that's the positive that i see i'm a very positive person i don't see things negatively i don't want to see things negatively you know us yeah. i i us talking about us talking about this us talking about this makes it you know it is making it is bringing a change in the society Me- Me being from a very small town in in our country, I was raised in a very different way. But you see things, you learn things, and that's how you're... You, you, you know, you broaden your horizon. I'm so.
1: sorry if I uh, was dampening spirits here, but that truly really shook no, me. That no, no, Twitter, no. That's, that heat was too much. No, no, that's, no
0: that's true. And I'm not saying, you know, we can change, go and change the entire world. I guess we can just start with our uh, family members, you know, our mothers, our sisters, our uh, wives. If, if somebody, together. yeah, if somebody is uh, from, you know, somebody, other uh, member in the family is trying to uh you know uh, pull them into that patriarchal society we yeah. can be the ones to yeah. uh you know be be their support but just to go back and, and talk next about
1: week, uh, and next week when we do visit uh anoop we're gonna start training him on you know he's basically <laughs> gonna cook clean and
0: for all of us
2: for us and <laughs> you. Yeah. and you relax yeah, all, me, and, me, gonna... me and me and Nishit will relax too. Anoop will cook and clean for us. I'm telling
0: you man, <laughs> just to save time, just order you know yeah i mean your credit card is always there so yeah Yeah, oh
2: so so you know Nishit, right there is a there's a pact between all of us so whenever we visit someone's place that we don't spend money so we are visiting visiting michigan so yeah the host host has to spend yeah
0: i think joey my uh joey my dog has uh uh, uh taken my wallet and he has buried it somewhere. so I cannot, no. I cannot find my wallet but just you know just to I'll go back quickly just just to go back quickly on your comment where we need to stop idolizing famous people i think this is high time now unless we know somebody we cannot idolize them you know we cannot uh we cannot uh you know tell the world that these people are our idols because i heard uh this news about bill gates where Bill Gates was don't get
2: started. To don't get started. To <laughs> get Gates a Nobel was, Prize.
0: Uh, but Bill Gates was uh, uh, asking women out when he was married. Man, so many people have. So New York Times broke this article where in two thousand
2: uh, when he was married, he asked someone out. But see again, I'm not saying that every man, every man, every powerful man will do that. You know, I'm not. I'm not. Again, I don't want to generalize it. People do that but there is a way you know <laughs> so, you should see are you, you okay so
3: what are you trying to say
2: here like do you no, believe no, no, in no, open no, marriage no. <laughs> no i don't believe in Just open marriage or anything again it's it's a very it's a very i cannot express my feelings what i'm trying to say that are uh, not are the united states ex-president and uh, uh, compared to what Bill Gate's Bill uh, email you. You should see that email. You know that, hey, uh, I want to go out with you. If you, if if that's uncomfortable, you're fine. You should not come. So think about, uh, think about what do. So you are saying, he wasn't. So you are saying <laughs> no. he wasn't harassing. No, know. he was wrong. He was wrong. He was absolutely but wrong.
1: Chetan is trying to say he was absolutely wrong. But it's strange how those things are getting dug up, how everything, every email he's written, every
3: yeah. phone call. With fame comes
1: all
2: this. With fame comes that, be, that be, is what he's be, Yeah, to that's say. what I'm trying to say. I'm not defending Bill Gates. If he has if he has done that, he's a dickhead dude. i I cannot defend people like that, you know? The,
3: you but know I think why should talk. I will ask you a philosophical question, uh, of should you expect a lot from celebrities? So that's I my don't question think because so. I the think society IT has started from the society, yeah. especially in the Indian setting.
0: You always know see
3: that there's a lot of expectation from the actors. Wait and, a second, you know, like I,
0: I, I lost you, I didn't even hear the question.
3: So, should society actually expect so much from celebrities? Mm. Because, as role models, you see that especially in India, every time there's some crises yeah. like, oh, this cricketer or that actor has done this or hasn't contributed this much or whatever that might be. So,
1: you know, I want to go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Yeah,
3: so what I'm so there might be someone who's famous doing something, a footballer or a cricketer, right? You cannot expect that person to be as good in every other aspect in life yeah. and, that, and get irritated by that. So it's like there might yeah. be a great batsman, for example, Sachin. Mm. So you have like, okay, he's the best in something. So what the mistake everyone does is kind of expects that that guy is the best in pretty much everything. Comes to administration, political views and like, you know, chari- charitable donations. We don't know what's going on in the background. Yeah. So it's like, I, I kind of sometimes feel that do we should we actually expect so much from celebrities?
1: You know, I I have thought about that. And I did want to say that when we, I have a problem with that word idealize. I really do. I don't think you should be idealizing any other human being. Everyone has is their own, on their own learning curve, no matter what part of society or, you know, where they live, what happens and things like that. But number one, you're, what you said is absolutely right. You know, if you're a sports fan, like you are, you might love the way a, cricket, a particular cricketer bats or a particular soccer player plays. But, you know, if they do something else wrong, it doesn't change that aspect about you liking them. But at the same time, I think celebrities, you know, this is a very idealistic way of thinking, but think about a teenager. He's going to try and emulate everything that that person does. So as a celebrity, they do need to be aware, especially with social media being as rampant as it is, they need to be aware of their social responsibilities, that they don't go out there and promote some dumb shit which then half the teenage teenagers like start
2: drinking going. or smoking
1: something like that you know but yeah i think the days are gone where we should be idealizing
3: exactly. especially yeah. social, in our late soul, 20s social when consciousness we be doing that. social consciousness i 100% agree they yeah. they they as need to any be responsible adult should exactly yeah. for me it's like the entire process of everyone getting riled up and disappointed is kind of pointless because at least i don't expect a lot from them apart from yeah. their job, which is, for example, a cricketer, job is to exactly. play cricket, right? I don't expect that person to be the shining light in normal life because there is a government for that reason. Yeah. Like, that, that, that person shouldn't be the one who's literally leading the effort in terms of this. There are different jobs and you know employees in different sectors for that purpose. If they do their job well, you don't need other people to pitch in as much as they're expected to, I guess.
2: Us, us as a society... We try to find, you know, whatever shortcomings we have as a, you know, individual, we try to find the good in the other people, other, uh, you know, celebrities that, okay, I see Shah Rukh Khan, I see the life he leads, okay, if I become like him, you know, maybe I'll get all the limelight and also us as a society, we always try to, I was looking at his interview, Shah Rukh Khan, like I brought him up because I was looking at his interview. It became such a big news when he came to US and he went through that uh, checking process. And because of his name and all, he had to, you know, go undergo another round of scrutiny or whatever it was. It's very common for uh, normal people to go through that. I have gone through that at Heathrow Airport. They had to rescreen me or whatever it was. But why does it become an they issue call it if
1: random check? Yeah, them. they got. Mm-hmm. Random.
2: I know it's,
0: it's a pain, but you know, but that's, you, but, that's, that's, but that's a good thing, but that's a good thing that, that thing, that's what out. I'm trying
2: to say. Yeah. Uh, no, but him, everyone making an issue out of the Indian media, making an issue that how can uh, someone be, you know, uh, as big as Shah Khan be treated like this. Why shouldn't he be treated like Yeah, this? I
3: mean, I, I think it's the celebrity status. This I mean, kind of phenomena star- is worldwide where there yeah. is kind of like an unsaid rule that there are like first rate citizens. Yeah. like, you know, inferior citizens, even though no one kind of tells that in the open, the way people are treated in, yeah. in the yeah. society. Af- Yesterday you I have your perks this. of
1: being a celebrity, but at the yeah. same time, you also have the downside of it, which is, you know, you do one single, you step out of the line one single place and, you know, every part of your private life is out on this yeah. place. So you have both yeah. sides of it.
3: It's. Yesterday, I was watching this movie called Court uh, by Chetanya Tamhane. It's officially India's entry to Oscars in 2014 or 2015. Yeah. He was the mentee of Alfonso Coron, who won the Oscar for the best director, directed Gravity and Roma and such wonderful films. And mm-hmm. Alfonso was like praising Chaitanya so much. And I was like, okay, I need to check this film. Dude, that guy is a freaking genius. Yeah, he directed yeah. this movie when he was 27. Watch, watch it if you have time to our movie. Brilliant. It's just amazing. In yes. that, he kind of talks about like a sewage worker, and I remember going to a talk in MIT a few years back, where one of you know uh, the panelists was like an ex switch He got, belonged to that sewage, you know, cleaning community back in India, and kind of mentioned that even in the slums, the people who clean these manholes and stuff like that are also kind of secluded. So there's yeah, like this tra- stratification. Manholes.
1: Manual scavengers
3: is what it is. yeah manual scavengers right yes exactly so it's like uh, yeah I mean so there's this stratification and like it's so deep rooted it's just not yeah. at the
0: top level. It's it's a it's a pretty good movie and since it's in Marathi language, everybody from Maharashtra was pretty proud. To I mean it uh, it, it still counts as a Bollywood movie I guess but then he uh, he released another movie on that. The
3: disciple right the
0: disciple yeah this wasn't as good as uh, code but it's again it's a pretty uh, decent movie let's let's wrap this uh, week's session with uh, something you guys have been watching then and you'd like to recommend i just uh, last week i finished uh, uh, two nice documentaries uh, sorry one was documentary and one was uh, a short mini series the short mini series was band of brothers which was a story of uh, which was a story out of uh, world war Two. it's on hbo man amazing if you like saving private ryan this is like 10 hours of saving private ryan created by tom hanks and steven spielberg and then the second thing i saw harsha bogle's tweet you know uh I wonder why it took me so long to watch The Last Dance and I googled what is The Last Dance so it's about Michael Jordan Jordan and Chicago Bulls. It's on on Netflix. It's a
1: very famous documentary. Oh
0: wow Um, amazing. So I think you guys should definitely watch The Band of Brothers which is not a documentary which is a TV series, mini TV series and The Last Dance which is a documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. What? Do you guys have something to recommend?
1: So we'll go first just because, uh, you know, we are supposed to be moving in the coming week. And so we have a lot of packing to do. So in order to avoid packing with a vengeance, we have made every night a movie night. We watch movies every night instead of packing. <laughs> so in the last one week, we have ended up watching all possible genre of movies that have released. But it's not, we've been watching those proper entertainment kind of flicks. Like like right now we like haven't watched
2: any, you know, yeah, recommendation it, level of movies. Like
1: we've watched very standard movies. Like it's not masala it's not movies. care movie yeah, like whatever we
3: watched. Okay, so, so tell what people what to avoid. <laughs>
2: Uh, Army of the Dead please Army don't watch dead. it even please if it's don't. free on Netflix please don't watch it
1: yeah it has Batista it's about zombies you will no, kill no, yourself no. yeah
2: you want it. to become a zombie after yeah. that you don't want to be a human we also <laughs>
1: watched uh, so, Angelina Jolie yeah that's a good movie. one uh, yeah. Those Who those Wish, who wish, me
2: wish me. to Kill Me
1: Those Who Wish Me Dead
2: yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, it's nice to see her on screen after a while so mm-hmm. that was that was a pleasant surprise so that's mm-hmm. where we are in life we're not doing anything good with our life I'm trying to say
3: so for me, I mean, the Premier League ended today. So I've been like oh. literally watching like football for the um, last N- whatever Nishi, month. I... Just
1: because I don't watch football that much, um, how did your team do
3: Fuck off? <laughs> 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 I knew what was coming. That's uh, gonna till just I die. No? That's, you know, that's, He's very uh, yeah, we, we can we can talk about where we end up. Next season, hopefully not worse than <laughs> this one. But I was watching, uh, so I'm probably seventy-five percent through Ted Lasso. So that's uh, on Apple TV. So that's uh, that's really that's, what? really that's a fun Th- Ted, Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. Ted Lasso. So there's just, this. Uh, it's a TV show on uh, Apple TV mm-hmm. uh, by uh, and there's this guy. Well, his second name is uh, Sudeikas or something like that. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yes, yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Thank you. So he's uh, yeah he's in that funny funny TV show on Apple TV. So that's good. I watched the court yesterday. So that's that's pretty much all the you know movies or TV shows that I've watched recently. I, I saw something like in to. Tamil yesterday. I don't speak Tamil, but uh, there's this uh, TV show on Hotstar which was recommended. It's called November Story. Uh, it has Tamanna Bhatia. So mm-hmm. the originally it's in Tamil. And it's dubbed in like other languages. I kind of saw it in Telugu and we're like, nah, let's just watch it originally. So I saw the first episode. It's a, action, it's a thriller. Uh, so it, it's the first episode was good. So yeah, someone has time. You could definitely check that out. A shout out to this YouTube channel called Chalchitra Talks. And hey, they're not paying me to do it, but it's literally a life changer. They do these movies, books, and music recommendations. And oh it's nice. like, I've discovered this last year literally anything that you want in terms of these three just go to the channel they have like these nerds who kind of (laughs) describe in detail what you need to watch so Chetan especially for movies go there they're gonna you they're gonna have so many recommendations that will take you for a a year to finish them so you don't need to search elsewhere just go to there
0: I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna ask Weber and Vani I'm gonna request them to come on to the show I hope, you know, they... Oh, they
3: perfect. Come. No, they no. But, they're, it's an amazing channel. I go there for my book recommendations. Yeah,
1: And I also remembered something that a uh, shout out to Panchayat as well because I have been <laughs> catching up on the documentary recommendations and I finally Man. finished Dirty Money and Seaspiracy and both of them were mind-blowing. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. Nishit, if you haven't watched both, you should oh, watch both. I will. I will. Then,
2: you'll, then you'll know how Donald Trump uh, became a billionaire.
1: <laughs> oh, became the corn
2: man. Ooh, dirt, <laughs> uh,
3: dirt, dirty money. I think I've seen a couple of episodes back in the day. Not big boy billionaire. Been, dirty um, dirty um, dirty. I, that
2: is would, America's big boy I, I, I would like to add Kim's Convenience. If you guys uh, yeah, enjoyed yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's Creek, Kim's Convenience is really good.
0: Yeah, yeah I finished. That's I a I very happy show. As well. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's yeah. Nice. No, just just TV before show. you
3: wrap wrap up, I don't watch a lot, so that's why I'm very excited to suggest this. Tehran mm. on Apple TV. It's a TV show. 10 episodes or whatever. Amazing.
1: I think I uh, need your Apple ID. I have sure.
0: Apple
3: TV. If you have an if you have a Apple device, one year free subscription of Apple. Yeah, TV. I have. I, I, I
0: have. discovered recently. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't I tell that to you guys? If you have, uh, yes Apple sir ID don't take it me. to your yes, heart the <laughs> recommendation, it
1: was. Right? It was. and if it, it is a money saving recommendation it only comes from money so yeah. thank you. <laughs>
2: and let me let me add this up uh, because every it's team that of- sheets follow every every <laughs> team that Nishit follow every sports team it's been doing pretty bad so y- you should not <laughs> make a choice uh, you know you should not follow support the team that Nishit supports Nishit, that's what I'm yeah. trying or Nishit
1: needs a pick me up so when we see him he deserves some extra treats and love
2: true, true. pizza true
0: true alright I guess that was a pretty good episode today uh, I hope we do these more often now now that uh, uh, we'll be, be moving in the same time zone yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: no All thank right. you for having us once again uh, uh, so fun chatting with you
0: Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. Uh, You have a good night. See ya.
3: Yep. You too. Bye-bye.